1: the Reformation. Yeah.
0: The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building, right back in here, another Tuesday. Actually, reporting from a new location. Those that follow me on my personal page know that I recently relocated from South Carolina to North Carolina back home to the Tar Heel State. And uh, I'm in my new setup, so I don't know how I sound just yet. Do I need to add pad to the wall? I'm. This is all very new. But uh, like I do every week, love to start the show off by thanking the listeners. Thank you guys for just uh, being so supportive. Um, during this transition, you know, you probably didn't notice because uh, by God's grace, we've been recorded ahead. Um, and so by the time you actually hear this show, I'll probably be... Uh, about three or four weeks into the move. So either way, wanted to let you know, definitely wanted to let you know how grateful I am uh, for rocking with the bar. And like I do every week, I bring in an awesome guest. Uh, this young man, I actually uh, kind of watched from afar. And a big shout out to Nick Bassick for saying, hey, you need to have this brother on your show. Um, I have on today none other than brother Nick. How you doing today? I'm doing well, brother. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. So, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Bassick, uh, you know, he he said I got to have him. You know, every time he tells me that I definitely jump on it. Um, and I definitely, uh, like I said, from afar, watch watch you with uh, with, with some other brothers. I'm going to let you kind of introduce that. Um, so I'm excited to have you on the show. So, Nick, give me I'm going to give you the floor to kind of introduce yourself, telling people a little bit about you. Anything you want to share, a personal, professional, you got the floor to do that right here. Okay,
1: awesome, bro. Well, thanks for having me on. Um, I am Nick Kennicott. I'm the pastor of Redeemer Baptist Church in Rincon, Georgia. We're a suburb of Savannah, and uh, I have been there since 2007 as the pastor. And uh, we are a Reformed Baptist congregation, 1689 London Baptist Confession. Um, I am married to the wonderful Felicia. I have three kids. i got two daughters and a son. And, uh, yeah, so we, um, the, I guess, uh, where others might've heard of me before, I'm, I'm one of the co-hosts of, uh, Raph and Grace Radio and, uh, do that with Luke Walker and Alexander Wade. Um, and, uh, always, always excited to be able to work with other guys who are doing the Lord's work on, on the podcasts. Uh, so, Pretty uh, pretty cool. So I'm I'm grateful uh, for all this. Uh, other things in my life, I am a uh, PhD candidate at Faulkner University, working on finishing that up, my dissertation. Um, and I am a teacher on Kepler Education Platform, uh, and I do a lot of work in Nigeria. I have a, we have a our church started a seminary there back in 2013. And that continues to grow and flourish, and so uh, a little bit of everything. Got my fingers in a lot of different, uh, a lot of different things. But yeah. uh, the Lord keeps me going, and uh, I'm really grateful for all the the cool things He's led us to.
0: No, that is awesome, and that's uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. You got a lot going on, um, which you know it definitely, you know it's all it's all for the kingdom. So uh, we we appreciate all of that. So one thing that I like to do on this show. Uh, I have what I call a local pastor spotlight where, uh, you know, I just kind of bring on guys that don't necessarily have a platform. But because you're a pastor and uh, I'm going to ask you a couple of those style questions and then we'll get into some other stuff, man. Um, so first, uh, t- tell me a little bit about the church. Uh, was it a plant? Did you come in uh, or, you know, how, how did that that come to be? How did you get to that church?
1: Yeah, um, well, at the time when I got there, I was um, I had been serving at another church as an associate pastor, and uh, where I'm at now, they had asked me to come and do a conference for them, and so I uh, preached at that uh, conference, and they asked me if I wanted to come and uh, be on staff, and at that point, we were ready for a transition, and so we came, uh, yeah, in 2007. It was uh, just my wife and I at the time, and... Uh, uh, the church so had already been established, and it was planted initially, and a lot of your listeners won't even know what this is, but it, it started as a progressive, primitive Baptist church, mm. um, which is about as exciting as it sounds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before I got there, though, they had started to transition to, uh, to the Confession of Faith, and they had uh, become a part of an association of churches. And uh, while I would say uh, based on uh, what happened in the years that followed, they they certainly had a long way to go, but uh, but they were already sort of on that on that path and, and mm-hmm. making that move. So uh, so by the time we got there, they were settled into uh, the at least uh, having the confession and being uh, familiar with it and have been working on that ever since.
0: OK, sounds cool, man. Sounds cool. So you said they kind of already started the transition. Um, did you run into anything, you know, uh, once you got there and started kind of establishing anything that, you know, kind of roadblocks or, or, or any challenges that you ran into or things that you might have learned, uh, you know, like, man, if I'd have known this sooner, you know, just for a pastor that may be listening.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. I've, I, you know, I've got a lot of lessons learned, uh, in that whole process. <laughs> Um, so much uh, a friend, uh, Nick Alford, he's a a friend of mine, also was uh, pastoring for a while. Uh, Him and I wrote a book together two years ago called In Praise of Old Guys. And uh, in that, I sort of outlined some of this story because uh, it was sort of a combination of me being uh, young and arrogant at the time. And, uh, and then the church really being at a place where it wasn't. And, and despite my failures, uh, still the church was not in a good and healthy place in a lot of ways. And so, uh, just kind of showed up like a bull in a China shop and started, uh, <laughs> making changes right away. And, and, at, you know, I, I think as I look back, things needed to be done. Some of the challenges we faced, they had to happen, um, there were problems already that uh, existed, whether I was there or not, and I just sort of became the lightning rod for all of it. Um, so uh, really, after about a year and a half there, we went through a pretty painful uh, time and, and, and lost a lot of people in the church. Um, but uh, at the same time, ever since then, the Lord uh, continued to help us and grow us, and uh, we, we got to be a lot more healthy. Um, we we have made a, sort of what we say is a full transition of the church uh, to become uh, very focused on ad- ad- adhering to what we say we believe in our confession and uh, in-, in our ecclesiology. And uh, we did everything from change the constitution and bylaws to change the name of the church to, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the whole structure changed. So in many ways, what people would think of as a church replant is, is, is- kind of what happened from the beginning, but it just sort of happened gradually without any sort of intentional effort to call it that or, or move like that. So, um, it was, it was tough, but I, I did learn a lot of things. Um, and I, I'm cool. Well, they, they persevered with me and I told the church you put up with me in my twenties. So I owe you at least into my forties. So, um, <laughs> so we've, you know, by God's grace have been there, uh, 13 years now. And, uh, And man, we're just there's so much peace and unity and love among the church. And uh, I hope I hope the church could tell you that I've grown up a bit and and have uh, made amends with uh, some of the things I had done. So (laughs) it's uh, (laughs) it's been quite a ride.
0: Awesome. That's amazing, man. And I appreciate you sharing that um, because somebody uh, is either going through it or going to go through it (laughs) or can look back and say, amen, brother. That was me. So, uh, I, pr- I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, let's jump into, uh, the podcast podcast space. Uh, what yeah. got you into that, man? Um, you know, I I've known Johan and Luke and those guys for quite a while. Um, you know, early yeah. on bar days, uh, we even talked about some collaborations back then. Um, so what, what, what pulled you in, what got you in, what, what made you want to jump into the podcast world?
1: Yeah, well, um, I remember, um, so I, I've known Luke for a while now and we kind of, we kind of linked up on social media, how we often do. Um, and we started chatting a bit. And so I started listening to the podcast. I I knew Johan as well. He, uh, he had been at a conference I was preaching at and we kind of, we met there and kind of kept in touch a little bit here and there. Um, so I was I was listening off and on, and uh, I listened to an episode they did on called "Noble Pagans," and uh, I I listened through, and I got a hold of Luke, and I said, "Hey man, this is uh, a, a lot of my PhD work is in this area of dealing with the, the kinds of guys and the ideas you guys are talking about here," and uh, I gave him a little pushback on some of the conversation, and he said, "Well, hey, well, we're going to have you on then, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it." And, uh, so I went on to that episode and we had a good talk and, uh, and then, uh, Luke had come to Savannah to, uh, to preach for us for a missions conference. And we talked more and he was asking about my ideas to how to make the podcast better since I'd listened and. So it was, it was very uh, soon after that, that some of the guys who were involved uh, had other ministry obligations come up and, and said they really didn't have time to commit to it anymore. And so they got a hold of me and asked if I wanted to come on. So, uh, nice. yeah, so that kind of was the start of it. And, uh, we started our first official recording as the, as the team is now was at, uh, the G3 conference, not this last one, but the year before that. So it's oh. been, Man, we're, it'll be close to two years
0: here. Come January, it'll be two years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I was at that one, um, and, I, yeah, I think I remember seeing you guys. I didn't know that's when you guys started uh, recording. Today. Yeah, that was that's, it, man. <laughs> that is pretty cool, man. Um, and I know now you guys on TV, big time. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. I saw that. That was really cool, really excited to see, man. Um so as far as uh, the podcast go, uh, because I am the biggest, one of the biggest advocates for podcasts, podcasting, um, yeah. you know, I always tell people it's it's the future, you know, it's, it's you know, everybody should do it. Um, totally. As for, yeah. So, so what, what has been your uh, since starting with these guys and get into the whole industry, what has been your takeaway or your thoughts on podcasting and, and, uh, you know, for those that may be thinking about podcasting themselves, what what has been your take on it?
1: Well, I think it's uh, one thing is it's a lot more work than people realize. <laughs> um, it, it's not just sitting down, recording and, and sending it out. Uh, you know, there's so much that goes into it just on the front end of um uh, man, just even if you're doing interviews, you gotta work with schedules or, mm-hmm. uh, and that, that always is difficult, especially the kinds of people that we're wanting to interview on podcasts that, that have busy schedules. And that's a challenge. And then balancing home life, uh, with, with just trying to, you know, I, I work from home and, uh, so I've got, mm-hmm kids in the background and everything else going on. So that's always a challenge, but then the editing and the, uh, the promotion and the uh, uh, having, we have sponsors and trying to get the sponsors and meet with them and make sure we're meeting their, their desires uh, to keep our agreement up and, and creating, I think, but I above all the hardest thing to keep up with is just providing enough content um, that it's, you know, something that is, uh, fulfilling for people. It's useful and, uh, they, they want to, they want to tune in and, and keep, uh, listening in. Uh, if I, it, it seems to be a space where if you don't have content, uh, a couple times a week or at least once a week, then you, you lose, uh, you lose support pretty quickly. So th- those things are challenging, but also I, I it's fun. I, I've learned so much just about recording, about sound, now about video and, Man, we built a whole studio at our church now for the, for the video part of it. So just doing that has been really fun. And, um, it's, it's, it's rewarding in so many ways, just getting to hear from listeners and what they've learned and how they've grown listening to it. And, and then just building sort of a community of people that are tuning in and, and having those conversations with us uh, behind the scenes has been really neat. So I really enjoy it. I like it a lot and, and would love to, I agree with you, man. The more the merrier, I think, uh, I think this is a space that if Christians could take over more, that mm-hmm. we we
0: could do a lot of good that way. For sure, for sure. You had me nervous in the beginning. You was telling a lot of the bad. I was like, come on, Nick, bring it around. No, it definitely real. is work. It's yeah, tough. yeah. no, it's definitely work. I, I, I totally agree with you, um, you know, but I, I definitely uh, just excited for, you know, uh, other brothers doing it. Uh, taking it to different areas and, uh, and and that's the thing I tell people you can't have enough man because you make it unique your your Absolutely. personality who you are you know it's not a competition you know you're going you to make it unique to a way that someone's going to be uh, want to listen and engage and all of that so definitely definitely uh, appreciate you sharing that and uh, right here we're going to take a quick break
1: Hey, I'm Daryl, and I'm here with my wife, Karen. What's up? And we're the hosts of the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, the podcast that seeks to answer the question that we all ask, what are we even doing here? We cover topics such as marriage, family, life, and living a Christian life in this crazy world. We don't have all the answers, but we know where to look. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud as we seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here.
0: Grace and peace. All right. We're back in here with my man, Nick, and, uh, we're going to do the bar signature questions. These are three questions asked ask all of my guests, uh, Nick. So, um, mm-hmm. from, you know, from Luke, Luke asked to answer these questions to, uh, I mean, Nick Bassick to Linga Duncan to everybody that's ever been on the show. I asked these three questions. Um, and cool. they're unique to the show. Uh, mm-hmm. somewhat people try to steal them all the time, but it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> So the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to?
1: Oh, man, I listen to a lot of different music, most everything other than I, I never listen to country music. I despise it. Um, <laughs> but uh, my favorite kind of music is actually jazz. I'm, uh, I'm nice. an amateur jazz musician and have huh. been for most of my life. So I love jazz you music play? and piano.
0: Oh, sweet. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Jazz piano is one of the most beautiful things ever to my ears. Jazz piano and jazz uh, uh, guitar are my two favorite. Um, Yeah, that's awesome awesome it is awesome man all right so you know uh, johan don't get mad at nick he did not say "rather grace
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly i
0: thought you was contractually bound to say
1: (laughs) hey when (laughs) johan starts paying me i'll say
0: whatever there you go (laughs) (laughs) i feel you i feel you all right next (laughs) signature bar question is what book or books are you currently reading
1: Well, that's kind of a boring answer, unfortunately, because I'm I'm in the middle of working on my uh, dissertation. So I'm reading stacks and stacks of books. Um, But uh, I'll share, I'll actually share one. Um, I'm I'm teaching a class right now for the summer semester for Kepler education uh, on academic research and writing. So I'm rereading How to Read a Book by Mortimer Adler And then also the book called On Writing Well uh, by Zinser, and that's to do with my students. So I'm rereading those. Those are great resources for anyone who's interested in reading better or uh, learning how to to write better. Um, Very straightforward, excellent works. So I'm rereading and enjoying those for the summer.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. Last signature bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any?
1: Oh, I listen to a lot. Um, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a, a junkie. When I get in the car, I don't listen to music. I listen to podcasts. So um, i i listen to uh, I listen to the Ben Shapiro show pretty regularly. I listen to Dave Rubin, the Rubin Report. Um, I check out Joe Rogan here and there. I bounce around if he has interesting guests on. Um, I. I listen to uh, Sinclair Ferguson's preaching as much as I possibly can. Um, to me, the greatest living theologian and preacher out there. So I want to I want to take in as much as I can. I listen to a lot of old uh, Martin Lloyd Jones recordings as well. Nice. Um, so uh, that's that's always sort of on play in my car, um, and. Yeah. And then I bounce around. I like I like some of the this kind of the podcasts where they do uh, extended stories um, mm-hmm. or true crime podcasts. Some of that kind of stuff I've enjoyed. Um, yeah. So that th- those are it.
0: Awesome, man. Well, Nick, listen, I appreciate you coming on the show. I'm going to give you the floor to kind of close this out. Any words of encouragement and tell people where they can find you?
1: Awesome, yeah, man. Hey, thanks again for having me on, and uh, I, I appreciate anyone uh, listening and caring about what we're doing. I, I would, uh, I'd be so thankful if anyone thought to pray for Redeemer Baptist Church uh, for our work in Nigeria at the Institute of Pastoral and Theological Training, uh, for Wrath and Grace Radio. Um, you can find me at uh, on Twitter at Kenicon, It's K E N N I C O N. Um, if you follow us, uh, the podcast rap and grace radio on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of those kinds of things. Um, and you can see our church website at visit org. Um, so that's plenty. You can find me somewhere in there and I usually try to respond. So, uh, hit me up. I'd love to, love to talk.
0: All right, man. Well, listen, I appreciate you, sir. Coming on the show. Definitely been a pleasure. Um, and, and, and definitely glad for the connection To The Bar listeners, thank you guys for listening to The Bar Podcast. Make sure you check out the best podcast out there besides Wrath and Grace Radio, The Bar Podcast. Make sure you go (laughs) to TheBarPodcast.com and check out all the episodes. Also, go to The Bar Network tab. Check out all the podcasts on the network. And go to TheBarGear.com, pick you up some bar gear. And I'll give Wrath and Grace apparel a shout-out as well. You can check them out. They have some great apparel as well. Uh, Till next time, you guys, God bless. And we or out. up bar listeners is finally here the bar exclusive content Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The Exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the VIP inside the bar group and we'll see you there